Look, it is the damnedest thing, but my rustin' past went and caught up to me without my permission. Root of it. Now I can deal with that, but I can't very well deal with you two getting tangled up in my mess. Last time on Lost Legends of Scadriel. Oh, you're here about the horse bear. Does seem a little suspicious that after she showed up all interested in the horse bear, that's when these attacks started. In the um, flickering light of the cave, you see a very skittish looking deformed beast. You notice that has vaguely human features that have been distorted. Do I look like I'm the one who created all this mess? No, but I think you're the one that created the monster. And how would I do that? How would a person even create a monster? Do you know anything about Hemalurgy at all? What I'm thinking is that I go and I tell Mayor Hammond that you've got the situation taken care of, and I'm arresting Miss Ray for training animals to kill cows. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me we have the rest of the Lost Legends. I'm Melina, also known as Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. I'm John, and I play Clytus Logan. Uh, before we jump back in, uh, we'll go ahead and do some housekeeping things first. We left off last episode without finishing up our advancements, so let's just go through each character, what advancements that they took this round. I have just bumped my Allomancy rating up to 7, and that's all I'm going to do for now. I'm keeping my advancements for something fun later. And I decided to go with the Coloss Blooded Stunt, Powerful Legs. I can run 25 miles per hour, and I can take two steps toward or away from anyone in any given turn if I take an action, or I can take three steps if I don't take an action in any given beat. Damn, Nature, you scary. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty spry for as old as he is. That's right. How old is he? I don't think we've ever asked. He is 52. Oh. After his coffee. Before he's had his coffee, he's about 65. <laughs> right? That's right. I should probably add some more, like, dazed colitis sequences. Especially <laughs> since half his coffee bean stash got eaten last episode. That's a good point. He could take people, he could take people, people by surprise by being like Yoda and just walking on a cane, and then when it's time to fight, just bouncing everywhere. If he's got coffee on hand. <laughs> <laughs> so uh after you guys left the hamlet of hammond you headed back to elendel with uh fella uh it was mostly uh pretty much an uninterrupted uninteresting journey you found a way to um maybe you bought a cart or something in order to sneak him out without uh sneak him out and then sneak him back in without drawing too much attention uh finn having knowing elendel a little bit better than the rest of the group um, knew of a certain uh, a certain mortician who ran a morgue in one of the older parts of town who dealt with these sorts of weird things before 
And um, when you brought the creature in, although he did, did seem surprised at first, he was nonplussed and uh, was able to take Fella in and kind of usher him into the basement. And that's the last that you saw of Fella with many assurances that Fella would be taken care of. Um, after that, you still kind of had some fallout from the uh, incident with the uh, Guildmaster's election uh, and being associated with the Coxbees campaign. And so um, at the insistence uh, or the request of Bella, you have now started to head towards the city of uh, Rasheken. Or Rasheken. Hadouken? Uh, uh, it's weird because it's Rashek I-N. So Rasheken, I think. Rasheken. Rasheken? That's how I would pronounce it. Is it, like hy- is it, is it like hyphen I-N or? No. no. Okay. Are, are they all? I was like- just checking. Lord Ruler Cultists? Uh, I kind of lost you there, John. I said, are they all Lord Ruler Cultists? Uh, I guess we'll find out. Oh, that's right. His name's Rashek, isn't it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. So, uh, Lena, did you want to do any role-playing for... Um... Well, first of all, knowing what we uh, have talked about with your backstory, um, is there a certain reason that would compel you to come back or a certain call to action or every once in a while do you just head back to stir up some trouble um what do you think bella's motivation would be um i think that with the contacts that she still has in the city um maybe occasionally they ask her uh for help or um to come back and stir up some sort of chaos in the city uh, so I think that probably that's what would have happened. She would have been called back there by one of her contacts. Would those contacts also be looking for, um, not necessarily just instances where they're in trouble and need outside help, but instances where there'd be an opportunity to strike for Bella? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, sometimes I would imagine they are calling her in for some like personal help, but also they might just call her in because... They know that she's good at stirring up a little bit of chaos, and they want to stir up a bit themselves. Uh, So I have this thought. Um, It has been a number of years since you've been back to, um, what did you say again? Uh, Rasheken? Rasheken. Rasheken. Since you've been back to Rasheken. And um, you've kind of kept it in the back of your mind. Um, still thinking about, you know, your next big, uh, big thing that's going to be there, whether it's something that you're being called in to do, or you might be able to get your hands on something juicy that would really, uh, make a stir. And that's when you got the message that the, uh, daughter of Lord Irvan, uh, Veretta is having a birthday party or a ball to celebrate her 25th birthday. And I do so, love a good party. Uh, thinking that this might be a uh, time for your graceful return to the social scene in Urto, you decided to head back to uh, Rashkin. Okay. Time so, to crash so, a birthday party. So is this like Bella backstory time? Uh, that's kind of up to Bella. How would you like to, or would you like to roleplay uh, convincing the group to head there? I just don't know how I'm going to convince these boys. Oh, no, I know exactly how I'm going to convince these boys. Okay. <laughs> um, so I think that uh, Bella probably 
joins them in, uh, like, for breakfast or something, however they are set up in Elendil for the time being. Please, we, we are, we, we have refined sensibilities. We're at brunch. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) she joins them at brunch. And, um, I feel like maybe the way that she got wind of Verita's birthday party is uh, one of her contacts sent her like an illicitly gotten invitation. So they just like snatched it from the pile of invitations that she was sending out or something like that. And uh, she comes over to the uh, table where everybody's sitting and just kind of places the invitation down in front of them and says, well, boys, It looks like I've got an invitation to a party out of town, and I happen to know that these folks have excellent hors d'oeuvres. What do you say? (laughs) What's the job? (laughs) Will there be shrimp? There will probably be shrimp. Uh, They're not very coastal, but... They do have fairly refined sensibilities that frankly offend mine. So, as much shrimp as you can eat, please be my guest. Which bulletproof vest should I bring? Um, the gaudiest one. What's the job? (laughs) The job is to enjoy their hospitality as much as we possibly can. And maybe... Uh, set their entire house on fire. It it, it kind of depends on how we're feeling so, in the wait, moment. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Why are we setting someone's house on fire, and are we getting paid to do it? Thank you, Mr. Bowman. That is exactly my line of thought. We are getting paid to do it if we steal their fine utensils before we set the house on fire. So, so wait, we're stealing forks and knives and things, and then we're going to burn a house down? And conceivably anything else we can stuff into our pockets. Fair enough. Uh, uh, no, wait, wait a minute. Oh, come on. Finn, we just mentioned the hors d'oeuvres and you said you were in. Now you're not in anymore? I mean, I'm still in. I just have some questions. (laughs) Fair enough. Do, Do you have some kind of, like, personal vendetta against this family, or...? Oh, yeah, they're they're bastards. I haven't had a few contracts in the area. I can't agree. But I think the key point here, Mr. Bowman, not only are they bastards, they're rich bastards. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Clytus, give me a wits roll. Plus one for your network. I just read the description in the rule book. And I'm like, there's no way in hell Clytus hasn't had a few contracts up there. (laughs) Ah, shit, but all I got was two nudges. I'm gonna re-roll. Sure. Alright, I got fives and a nudge. Uh, yeah, you hear the, um... did, Did you ever say the name of the family, Bella? Um, not in this particular instance, but possibly, like, at some point in their travels, they could have caught her mumbling the the name Irvin under her breath angrily. Yeah, so if you, if you, assuming that you've caught that or it was brought up at some point, Clytus, 
Um, not only have you had contracts there, but these are contracts that you've been um, sent out aggressively to fulfill because it's such a competing interest. And so um, you you can not only back up that they're rich bastards, but you kind of have a little bit of motivation to get in there and cause some ruckus as well. Like kind of a standing, like an open check for that kind of mayhem. Clytus just kind of like strokes his chin as he stares off. Brings me back to the old days. And then he kind of frowns. I learned some hard lessons in the old days. Would you like to elaborate? <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> would you like to make a few or learn a few more? <laughs> Not much more to say. I was a stupid, arrogant bastard who thought he was the next biggest thing to slice bread. I mean, you are pretty big, so that makes sense. Fair. Wait, they have sliced bread? <laughs> Wait, is sliced bread not a thing yet? Has Betty White been born um, yet? That's the question. I don't know. <laughs> these, these are the questions, right? 1928. I think that's uh, pretty far past where we are, I would have to assume. Alright. So well, I need or something Betty White. to go other than sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the best thing since the Cata Sandra. <laughs> I'm sure that, uh, evokes the same but let's let yeah keep going let's keep going we gotta move on oh gosh <laughs> anyway it wouldn't hurt to get up there maybe settle an old score or two because i've learned those lessons i'm pretty sure the bastard that learned me mine hasn't learned his own so wait a minute, you two both have personal vendettas against this, against this family, and I know nothing about this. Everybody does. Frankly, Finn, at this point, I don't. the question is more who does it. But there's that's food. That's because you haven't been to Rashkin yet. Yeah, well, Trust me, that's you will. not really saying much. <laughs> <laughs> wait, someone named a town Rashkin? Actually, I'm going would... to get us a side job from my old employer. Why would someone name a town after a rash? That sounds downright unpleasant. Plotus just turns to him with this, like, are you that dense look? Finn, how much do you know about history? Oh, not much. Okay, that makes sense. At least if, I, if I'm being honest. Uh, when we're done with this role-playing section, Clytus is going to see if he can get a little extra cash out of the mob if they've got some job that he can pull on the side up there. Okay, go ahead and give me an influence roll. Uh, plus right. one for your network. So that's five. Twos. Um, yeah, you manage to uh, get a contract. Um, you disappear for a day in Alendel before you guys head out. And oh, no, no, I mean in Rashkin. Yeah, but like you, you go find your contact in Alendel. Oh, gotcha. uh, before you guys head out and um, set up a little contract. So. When, um, the way I'll do make this work is you'll get an extra advancement, um, at the end if this mission is successful. Cool. Or actually, we'll go ahead and I'll, uh, give me some time to think about what that will be, and then I'll incorporate that into the next episode. Cool. Um, so any other role-playing on the road, on the way, before you leave? So, I have some thoughts about my entrance back into the city. Um... Shall I say that when I last left, 
it was perhaps not on the best terms, especially uh, with my dear friend. How did you how did you pronounce her name? Uh, Veretta. Trevor Veretta. Especially with my dear friend Veretta. Uh, let's just say that her debut into society didn't go exactly according to plan, thanks to yours truly. She sounds like she could go off like a pistol, personally. Possibly. Uh, but either way, I'm not her favorite person in the world after last time she saw me. You want her whacked? So you're... Oh, well, I want her to suffer first, but that would be optimal. But anyway, I'm just kind of weighing my options here. Do you think that it would be easier for us for me to try to stay on the down low, or should I be me? <laughs> Bella, I think we both know the answer to that question. Did, did you just want reassurances? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we could, maybe we could, like, mess things up and then there's a big reveal at the end of the party, like, aha, this was all me all along, see, kind I of thing. See, I was thinking that that would be really funny to see the look on her face. But I'm also not the best at being subtle, necessarily. I don't think it's subtlety that's your problem. I think it's that you like to throw your, shall we say, charm around too much. That's very true. F That's a fair assessment. Finnegan has a, quick Finnegan has a quick aside to Clytus. Don't point out her faults. It angers her. I'm pretty sure I can take it, Finn. Thank you for the advice, though. You're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's the route you want to go. I'll support you, but... Uh... You're going to have to take some lessons from Finn here about being inconspicuous. Though Please, I'm unassuming. Too. <laughs> Especially when it comes to talking about local legends, culture, and people's <laughs> names. <laughs> oh, well, just point, just point us in the direction of who's, whose butt we have to kick. All and right. we'll go from there. I was just wondering if maybe you wanted me to uh, try to tone it down on this one to make things a little bit easier to get into the party. I'm already fairly certain if you're if this is something that's personally affecting you, the odds of you actually laying low are slim to none, so we'll just go with it. Ah, oh, hell, you're right. Let's go. Finn, how'd you like Stallion last time? Uh, you want to keep with him, or you want to try someone else out? Ah, uh, I mean, how far's the journey? Uh, and this is a journey that you could decide to take either by uh, canal boat, by rail car, or by horse. Ooh, let's do boat. That's that's that, that's what um, I'll say. Probably home. the difference between them is uh, going to be how much it costs for you to ride. And how much time passes. So if you ride a horse, it's going to be the slowest method of transportation. But I won't take any resources from you guys in order to do it that way. Uh, if it's going to go by riverboat, it'll be a midway between that. And then if you take the railway, it's going to be the most expensive. But you'll have the most time to prepare once you get into the city. Okay. 
How are our resources looking? Um, everybody should be full if they spent anything. How much would it cost us to go buy rail car? Um, I'll give you a difficult resources roll, and if you fail that resources roll, it'll cost two. If you succeed <gasps> it, it'll only cost one. Okay. Would would I be before we make that roll? Would I be able to use any of my connect connections with the docks and dock workers to find a favorable uh ride to? Uh, I'd be willing to let you do that if you gave up your um network with the constabulary to instead have a network with the dock workers. It's a trap. Don't do it. <laughs> you you could pick it up uh, I, I later think... with the constabulary. But it wouldn't be like like this instance. You wouldn't be like be able to say, "Well, I'm done with the dock workers. I've got the constabulary now." It'd have to be next time you come back to the city, you decide. I don't want connections with them. Anymore. Okay, I don't like you guys anymore. I'm going to play with the policemen officers. And and we are kind of bending the rules a little bit for this, but it would make sense for you to have a network with with docks and with captains and things like that. So. Um, if you're willing to go without the Ellendale Constabulary for probably two to three missions, then I'm okay with it. Okay. Clydes yeah, is not I'll taking the railway. I ain't getting on one of those newfangled technological death We're going to go with railway anyway, probably. <laughs> Give me a good horse in my back in a day. Frank, I'm not even sure about this boat thing. I mean, if you need to take a quick exit out of town... Waiting on someone to row the boat isn't exactly an ideal. You don't know how boats work, do you? Absolutely not. Now, I may not be knowledgeable about a lot of things, but one thing I am knowledgeable about is boats. Is shrimp. <laughs> and shrimp. <laughs> but that's because of my life on boats. Fair, fair. But, so you're telling me that if things are south up in Rashikin, we're going to be able to just hop in some boat and say, peace, we're out? Heck, we could even bring the horses on the boat and take them on the way back, if you'd prefer. Sold. I'm in. Um, how does Bella feel about it? If we must. If you want to be inconspicuous, they'd expect you to come in by railcar. Um, here's what I'll do for this. Um, Finn, go ahead and give me a resources roll plus two. So, five dice. That is threes. Okay, threes is good enough. Um, subtract one resource from your standings, and then everybody else is paid for from that one resource. Oh, wow, that was cheap. But he no longer has access to the um, constabulary for a couple missions. So um, you guys get on a canal boat. Uh, you take a couple of the horses with you. Uh, it's a pretty uneventful trip. I imagine it still takes a couple of days. Um, we'll say it was maybe a week before the party. Um, this way you get there in about three days. Uh, so you'll have four days left in order to um, figure out what it is that you want to do um, any actions to plan for it and set up anything like that. Um, when you first get into the city, uh, Lena, were you interested in trying to uh, describe it? Um, I'm feeling pretty brain dead right now, so I will let you take the wheel on that one. Okay, when you get into the city, 
um, what you see is kind of uh, two cities that have been merged together almost. Um, one side of it looks very modern, very industrialized, um, lots of factories that are hard at work. And then the other half of the city seems to have just evolved into where basically slums, um, a bunch of shanty towns, really broken down houses, uh, a lot of boarding houses that look like they house a lot of people, but are just very much in disrepair. Um, and then on uh, almost with like the factories and the more industrial parts of the city, um, in between the um, the slumming parts of the city, and the other part is just absolutely gorgeous, very modern, very clean architecture um, from what is obviously the well-to-do of the town. Uh, lots of open grasses and uh, lots of gardens, uh, very, very stylized pillars. Uh, and it just stands very much in contrast to the city that's been split in the middle with the haves and the have-nots. Are Molotov cocktails a thing? Absolutely. I'm going to see if I can use my connections to get us some Molotov cocktails. Uh, sure. Go ahead and give me a uh, resources roll plus one. Ha! Fives and a nudge. Uh, how many were you looking to buy? Three. Uh, with the nudge, I will give you all three for one resource. Sweet. I'd like to see if I can find out who's catering for this birthday party. Uh, sure. How would you go about trying to find it out? Um, I'd, uh, I'd kind of go to a more, uh, not like too respectable, but see if I can find a some somewhat respectable tavern to see what the word on the street is about this party. Uh, okay. Um, I think that... Uh, Bella, give me a influence roll first. Okay. Uh, fours and a nudge. Yeah, so Bella is able to give you a very clear idea of what taverns to avoid and what taverns might be frequented by some of the people who are working um, for that noble house. And you head over into that tavern. Um, give me a charm roll to see if you're able to kind of work that information out of somebody there. Oh, you're not going to believe this. Yeah. Fives in a nudge. Okay. Um, yeah, you meet somebody and you start having a great night. You, you bond over your mutual love of shrimp and everything that has <laughs> to do with shrimp. Um, and eventually, uh, after having been able to find out that they work for, uh, work for them, you are able to figure out, um, which cooks in the city have been hired special for the event. Since the house staff would have their own cook, they've hired on a couple of extra people to help, which are notable, um, cooks throughout the, re uh, throughout the city. Um, while Clytus and Finn are doing this, uh, Bella, do you have, um, like, would it be a family member, a good friend? Who would be your touchstone person in the city? Um, I think that maybe she does have a couple of friends that she is still uh, vaguely in contact with. Maybe the same person who slipped her that invitation. Mm -hmm. And uh, she would track them down and see what sort of information that they might have on uh, the party that's going to be going on. Okay. Um, did you want to name this person, or should I find the name chart real quick? Um, 
Probably name chart is a good idea. Uh, how about Fionn? F-I-O-N-N-E. Yeah, sounds good to me. Perfect. Wow, no laughter from Zach this time. That's a first. The name, the name was Fionn? <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost Finn, so y- you don't have any anything to sneeze at. It's here. it's there are other it's Finn, but children it's rich. we'll be able to make fun of. Don't worry. <laughs> Fiona, 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 Fiona. Okay, um, yeah, you would be able to track her down with relative ease. Uh, maybe she's got a profession where she's got a shop that she's kept for a while, or you have a tavern that she goes to regularly. Um, anything like that that might be like a place where you know to go and find her and look for her. Okay, yeah. I think that she might be like a, a tailor or a haberdasher or something. Somebody who has a reason to be in contact with um, hoity-toity noble families. Yeah, I think tailor makes the most sense, especially for Bella. Yeah, so I, I would go... I get the feeling that Bella's best friend would be her tailor. yeah. That sounds pretty accurate. So I would go hunt down Fionn and uh, see what she's got to say. See if there's any hot tea spilling. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> arrive in her shop. Um, and the very first thing that she does um, is she's got somebody who's up on the stand um, that she's um, doing some measurements on, doing a couple of adjustments on the fly. Um, and she uh, looks over. She's got a pin in her mouth. And she kind of, like, gives a little bit of a squeal and um, kind of a gasp in surprise. And the pins that were in her mouth kind of drop to the floor. And the um, person who is in... Uh, go ahead and give me a spirit roll. Oh, God. Threes. Okay. Uh, if you got any lower than that, I was going to make it one of the siblings. Uh, but- <laughs> Uh, you don't recognize I take out my them, shotgun. <laughs> uh, but the um, the woman who is, looks to be about middle aged um, is wearing a very tasteful, very modern gown um, that's being tailored for her, and she kind of gives you like the quick up and down, and then gives a little of contempt, and then turns her nose in the air. I blow her a kiss. Um, Fion gestures you over to a chair. Um, and has you sit down while she uh, does her best to kind of hurry up and usher this customer out the door. Okay, I'm going to take a seat and make myself comfy. Okay, yeah, and then if you didn't want to um, want to interrupt in any way, uh, it's just a couple more minutes where she makes a few more adjustments, the lady changes, um, some, money ex- you know, some money is exchanged between them, uh, before Fionn goes over and sw- flips like the sign that she's got on it from open to close and locks the door. Okay, uh, I'm gonna stand up with a little squeal of myself and then run over and give her a hug. Yeah, and she has the exact same squeal and she does the same thing, um, kind of meet you halfway in the middle of the shop. <laughs> Thank you for that invitation, darling. Uh, you know that I wouldn't want to miss that for the world. Oh, I was wondering if you'd come. I was just beside myself thinking that you wouldn't make it here in time. Well, I would move the heavens and the earth if I had to to get here for my darling friend Veretta's birthday party. I mean, she only turns 25 once. Exactly. And I intend to be there to help her celebrate. 
And she gives out like a little uh, mischievous giggle. Uh, did you have anything planned? Not so far. I think that I'm probably just gonna get a lay of the land first. Has anything interesting been happening in town? Oh, well, uh, you know, the usual kind of thing. They're always just trying to beat us down on this side of the factory, but, you know, the, their women can't help but come over and take the latest styles from my shop. Of course. You know how they are. Vultures, a lot of them. Well, and then there's always those strange rumors about the rituals and strange things that happen in those houses. Yeah, wonder what I might be able to dig up while I'm there for the party. It is at their house, right? Oh yeah, the the manor's been, they've been decorating it for weeks, planting all sorts of new flowers, and it's a, it's a sight to see. Just delightful. Well, the first thing we need to do is get you into a new dress. Well, if you insist. Oh, of course I do. <laughs> so, I don't know if you'd maybe want to describe it now or wait until the night of the party. Give yourself some time to think about it. But um, you'll definitely have, like, a outfit of your choice, brand new tailored. Especially Vengeance since dress. you already have yes. for, um, the prop for it. Okay, yes, perfect. I will probably wait until uh, the my glorious appearance at the party, and I'll have to come up with something suitable for that. Um, anything that you wanted to do during this beat other than meet up with your friend? Um, yeah, probably do as much information gathering as possible on if they've been up to anything in particular within the city limits um since my last departure um specifically if there's any sort of upped security at the manor and um i guess just generally i don't i don't know anything that i could use in my favor for getting into the party and causing a ruckus um she tells you that um their kind of rivalry with the city of Doxinar um, has been increasing of late, and that uh, because uh, Doxinar is more regarded as a cultural city and they're regarded more as a industrial city, they've been trying to do efforts in order to bring the appearance of them being more cultured. Um, this ball is one of those things, and so they're trying to attract a lot of the more notable writers and musicians and artists and people of that nature to this ball in order to try and convince them to move to the city. Well, if the election campaign taught me anything, I am extremely good at making people seem uncultured. <laughs> this bodes very well. Um, there's also a lot of unrest um, within the workers, um, even more so than usual, and that's been kind of a boiling uh, pot for years. But you know that um, some of the other circles that you ran with here, um, sort of where you got your roots in the business, um, have been more and more agitated as of late and have been looking for any sort of excuse to kind of boil over. Excellent. Just wonderful. So um, we'll go ahead and jump forward just a little bit. Um, we'll say that there's a tavern that you have all rented. Um, you've got respective rooms, but you've met back in the tavern 
uh, after your individual sessions. Hey, Trevor. Um, by yeah. by some odd coincidence, does one of the chefs happen to bear a passable resemblance to Finnegan? Dun dun dun! Uh, give me a spirit roll. Fours. <laughs> uh, one of them, uh, you you spend the rest of the day looking uh, looking through each of the uh, restaurants, shops, bakeries, what have you, and one of them does happen to bear a pretty striking resemblance to Finnegan. Go ahead and put uh, one spent for your spirit. Plans are formulating. <laughs> are we are we back at the tavern now? Uh, unless anybody else had any other business. I uh, found us some power to favors, and uh, I, Clytus goes ahead and passes one of the cocktails to to Finn and uh, Bella. Oblige, sir. Wait, is this like Kolos blood strength or something? Uh, no, it's for setting fires. You light the handkerchief side, and then you throw it. Oh, we may want to save that for later. Then. Okay. Yes. Um, I may possibly have us an in for the party. Uh, it'll oh. take some doing, but I, th- I think we might be able to manage this one. Well, don't keep us all in suspense. Oh, that's exactly what I was trying to do. No, Finn, there are listeners at home. <laughs> so, uh, I found out there are a number of cooks and chefs in town that will be catering this event. And I happen to bear a striking resemblance, if I don't say so myself, to one of them. That is just fascinating. I'm proposing. And you can feel free to shoot me down on this, depending on what we decide, but this is just one idea. Um, I'm proposing that I, we somehow take his place. I take his place as the cook. You guys can be there as my faithful and trusty staff. And we'll get in the party that way, and then we'll... Resume our mayhem from then. At the very least, that gets us into the party and into in a more inconspicuous area. I do like the idea of you posing as a as a staff. I think that that could go very well for us. Something that I was able to find out is that this city is. Uh, it's on a very short fuse at the moment. And I think... So are we, uh, are we, are we thinking of doing the same thing we pulled at that, uh, at those channel docks earlier? Well, I think that there is something that we are very good at, and it is causing some sparks. And sowing the scent. Yeah, and once these folks get the scent of blood in the water, I think it's just a matter of time before we can blow this thing to high hell. So do we have anything or anything we can use as leverage to do that? I don't even know if we need a lot of leverage. I think that we okay, would just may- need to sneeze maybe, in their maybe direction. Maybe a fuse. Maybe a fuse. Do we have any well, fan? I think I think you've already come up with perfect plan. I don't see them buying me in particular as some sort of fancy schmancy chef. Oh no! Some oh no! Some of your dock workers. Well, I was hoping. 
Ah, uh, I was hoping they wouldn't look too close at a man who's colossal-blooded, and therefore wouldn't pay any attention to me walking in. You don't know the Irvins. Uh, Miss Bellador, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you see any of them hiring a colossal-blooded anything aside from security? Aside from security, I don't think so. Exactly. Now, <sighs> about leverage for the workers... You can tell him that you hired me as muscle, which <laughs> is actually just right on the nose. I actually know nothing about it, but uh, you convince some of some trouble, you can get them in as some of your assistants, and uh, I'll be the battering ram, so to speak. Oh, that's actually that's actually really good. I like it. I like it. And to emphasize the point, Clytus pulls out the. Molotov cocktail and just kind of like, you know, tosses it in his hands. But, but remember, we still have a lot of silverware to steal before we light those off. I don't see myself sneaking up there, so I think that's going to have to be your detail. Eh, I think I can manage that. Uh, one question comes to mind. Do we want the battering ram occurring at the party or somewhere else to distract well, I mean, you won't be distracting any of the higher security from that place. Uh, that you'd probably just be distracting local authorities, which will all be at that party, probably. If they're anything, if they're, huh? I mean, might work, might not. Just, de just depends on what the layout is of their security staffing. Beldor, what do you think? This is kind of your rodeo. <laughs> I do enjoy the idea of an entire contingent of angry folks storming their doors. Okay, so we're ramming their doors. We're ramming through the party. Sounds good. Um, so do you think we'll be able to take tomorrow to whip up a couple of quote-unquote assistants for me going in? And we'll also have to find a way to distract the uh, actual chef. Or kidnap him. Or kidnap or him. Nap him. <laughs> I think we're going to go ahead and, and call it an episode right there for tonight. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week to continue this original Alloy of Law adventure. And in the meantime, I hope you've enjoyed and make sure you tell a friend. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. The, they're always beating down on our, our workers on this side. I completely lost my accent. I was trying to do uh, Kimmelin from... Um, bless your stars. Okay. Okay. <laughs>